0: Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, bang, bang,
1: bang. Here we go. Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wow. I just had a complete gap. <laughs> I had that this morning. Because Wednesday is uh, like recycling and oh, is it okay? Garbage day, so, so you I had to always, run out to the corner there. I always try to remember when it's Wednesday, so I don't miss it. Yeah. So you don't have to take a load into the <laughs> well, it's dumpsters not garbage. in the back. Well, it's not garbage today. It's uh, <laughs> the, the compost day. Yeah. So we got a busy show today. We got bag
2: milk. Um, we've got. Um, another barbecue tip beginner barbecue tip with mel from dark side of the grill yeah and we have a contest idea that involves potentially evan from the wolf and regina who also does cruise evenings Mm -hmm. evan Barron. okay all right so we got kim queued up to call I just, I, I think I came up with the best damn idea ever. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna give him a call and see if he wants to be involved. Well, actually go involves wrong? you too, Graham. Okay. With your Saskatchewan route. Let's do it. All right. We're kicking off the show with the request that I got um, from a guy last week. He sent me a note and said, "You need to kick off your show." His name's Adam. He's a big Soundgarden fan. He says, "You need to yeah. kick off your show with drawing flies." And I said,
0: "I'm going to do that, sir." So here it is. In the locker room. With Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. For those of you who... I hate doing this, but for those of you who
2: are not familiar with the show, Mm -hmm. we get new listeners sometimes. It happens occasionally, yes. Jimmy would fall on the conservative side of the equation. Out of the three of us, probably the most conservative. Mm -hmm. I would suggest that Jimmy is kind of Wild Rose territory.
1: He used to be part of the Reform Party youth.
2: Yes. Not the Reform Party youth. There was no such
1: such thing as tan uniforms.
2: There was a certain... Great looking uniforms. (laughs) March. No, we didn't do the
1: March (laughs) haircut. (laughs) Marches on Sundays. <laughs> we have pictures of him in downtown Tabor marching down the main street and everything Don't else. share that picture, of please. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs>
2: anyway, um, could get us all yeah, canceled. Like everyone in this building. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I sort of lean a little more conservative. And then I would suggest, Grant, you're, you're probably the more liberal one out of the three of us. I voted for both. Yeah. yeah I voted. But I'm just saying, yeah. comparatively speaking, between the three of us, yeah, you're maybe. more liberal than Jimmy. Yeah. Right? Maybe. But it surprises us that Jimmy isn't a full blown like NDP or well, like, he should be. Yeah. <laughs> just based purely on the fact that everything they do, like all the like if there's like money being released or anything that comes yeah. up, it's always for Jimmy. Yeah. Right? But he's he's anti socialist. He's anti-socialism at, at, at all. Yeah, yeah, it's a Tabor thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just giving you an update. You might be getting another raise. The yes. federal minimum wage not, is going up on April first. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's it going to?
2: Better sixteen sixty-five. Okay. So, oh,
3: I'm just I'm just a touch over. there. Are you? Do the yeah. math. Figure did, it out.
2: I did. Get another uh,
0: 100 bucks a year, possibly. Worth it. (laughs) You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I laughed
2: so hard this morning when I saw this. Jimmy sent this to me last night. And the headline is, Porsche billionaire divorces his wife because of dementia. Now... That is not a headline you laugh
1: at. No, that's horrible. It's a horrible thing to it laugh reason at. Reason for divorce, he put she has dementia. This is the wrong
2: thing to find funny. What is funny is if you click on the story cuz there was a link in the email that Jimmy sent me, a picture of the two of them show up. Mm-hmm. He looks like he crawled out of the grave. Yeah. He looks like he's 208 years old. Looks like he was dragged behind one of his Porsche cars for a block or two. Mm-hmm. And she looks like a spry
1: 65-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, he is older than her. <laughs> he's he's almost 80, and he's divorcing her because of her, because dementia. Of her dementia. Yeah. Wow. Not funny. No. Not funny, but, but just, just funny the- when you see how old he is yeah. and how bad he looks. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't
3: I mean, that make him a horrible
1: person? He is though? a horrible person. Yeah, he only got he only got married a couple of years ago too. Wow, 2019. They've been together since 2007.
2: He's, he's probably been married more than a couple of times. A lot of those guys, those billionaires, like Wolfgang they, Porsche. Wolfgang, that's his last name. Yeah, Porsche is his last name. Mm-hmm. So he's
1: from the family. Because Porsche, yeah, he's part of the Porsche family. But, yeah, um, I mean, he's the youngest son. At 80. It's, yeah, 79. <laughs> Again, <laughs> trying to see how many times he's been married. Uh, I, I really tried not to find that just funny. A couple times he's been married. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. that's not, not, not bad, but he's a terrible person still. Yep, yeah, still terrible. Yeah. And
0: now, the locker room presents Star Wars News now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White.
3: So, Jon Favreau, who is, like, the creator, basically, of The Mandalorian, uh, he was asked how many seasons there's going to be.
1: Swingers. Yeah, swingers back in the day. Chef. Chef is a great movie. Yeah, and a good t- TV series that he did, too. It was on and, Netflix, wasn't it? Yeah. And he was also in Iron Man. Um, um, I think he directed... Yeah, he directed Iron Man,
3: I think. Yeah, Iron Man was, might have been his big break. And he was also happy, uh, Like the basically. How did
2: he get so entrenched in... Cause he's a big Marvel guy too, isn't he? Or DC? Do I don't know
3: what. Yeah, the, no, he was in Marvel Iron Man because he was a character in there, and he but directed now he's, a couple of them. He's like a huge player in that world.
1: Star Wars and as everywhere. As, yeah. yeah. Like as, soon as, get, King King as soon
3: as you get, as soon as you get your finger—not uh, your finger—that I almost went really bad. As soon with that as you one. get
1: your finger in there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that <laughs> say. As, as soon as, as you foot as, in the
2: door, <laughs> as, yeah, here, let's go
1: with that one with Disney, and they love what. As soon as you get
2: your dick in the door.
1: <laughs> he also did the the Lion King remake. He did he did that. Remember
3: that's
2: right. yeah. Jungle
1: Book or something too, or something. Yeah,
3: he's like, the guy. The thing is, is Disney likes him and likes, and they've never had a problem with the product that he's producing. So well, we're going to get he him makes, more. He makes money. Yeah. yeah.
2: So is he the guy? The like the guy behind Mandalorian, he wrote the whole thing. He's
3: doing the right. uh, Between him and Dave Filian, or sorry, Filoni, uh, they wrote it. Now, Dave Filoni, you don't know who he is, but he was the writer and executive producer of like. Uh, the all the animated series, the okay. Rebels, the right. Clone Wars, and stuff like that. So he so was asked to, how
2: many, yeah, back how to many today, how seasons many. he was
3: going to be, and he basically said until he runs out of things to talk about. Because okay. Now they're getting, they're creating all these characters that are getting spin-offs and then there's going to be crossovers. Yeah. So a lot of people are thinking that he's going to go between what six episode and dropped seasons. last night? Episode four. Of which season? Of the season three of Mandel. Season three.
2: And the podcast is coming out? The Jedi Jimmy podcast is coming out this Friday? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we'll all watch for that. Yeah, I'm going to wait. How many episodes in this season? Do you know? Eight. So as soon as eight drop, then I'm going to go back and, and I'll binge them. They're mm-hmm. all around 30 minutes? Uh, they range between 45 and 50 minutes. Oh, they're a little bit longer. Okay. All right. I enjoy the Mando series.
3: I do too. I just I'm not I'm not going to watch it weekly. Like the (laughs) the one that came out today. Oh wow! Like like you know how you kept saying um, with with The Last of Us that just every episode episode kept
2: getting better. That's oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're calling Evan Barron. Evenings on Cruise works with Chad at the Wolf in Regina. How you doing, my friend?
3: I'm great. How are you guys?
2: good doing good evan we have an idea for you what okay okay pitch it. so it's the experience regina contest show us your regina yeah. okay <laughs> now, okay okay here's what we want to do is people have to send us a picture that represents regina okay and the mm-hmm. best picture wins a trip to regina this summer oh boy it's going to be presented by, I haven't cleared any of this with anybody. Yeah, it's, he hasn't talked to anybody. It's going to be sponsored by Pill. They get to go out, yeah. have pills with you, and then maybe take okay. in a game. i would do it. Okay. I'm in. We'll get the ball rolling. Just, I'll, just, get, I'll, get boc, I'll get box seats for a Even
1: Just to be clear, Pilsner, 95.7 Cruise FM, and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have nothing to do with this contest. Show us your Regina. <laughs> right, 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 Yeah, yes. right. Uh,
2: also, we'll have t-shirts up on the locker room merch page sh- uh, soon. Show us your Regina t-shirts. <laughs> thanks, thanks for your support, guys. We, we love it here. We're here for you yeah. and Regina. Hey, but really, Regina's just a small Edmonton. That's all it is. It, actually, it really it is. is. It's it
0: your, really is. You're not even kidding. <laughs>
1: ah! We're here for your Regina. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. We appreciate uh, it. We really do.
2: Oh, uh, love your work. Thanks, Evan. See you guys. I think he's I think he's on board. <laughs> I think so.
1: Now I'm, I just have to get everyone else on board. I'll send some emails.
4: Regina. <laughs> I actually
2: had somebody tweet me um, yesterday, going, yeah. "My husband's singing this. Been singing this all day. <laughs> this is your fault, Lock. One more time,
0: Regina." <laughs> Regina you're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson and James White 95.7 Cruise FM so all the travel
2: restrictions this is specifically between Canada and the US have been lifted right when COVID happened there Mm -hmm. was all this movement and it was around the world it wasn't just Canada and the US it was obvious it was other countries and whatnot. And and there were rules that applied to certain countries that didn't apply to other countries but the one that I think we hyper-focus on is U.S. because we go there the most, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, and Americans probably come to Canada the most, right? Yep. They've all been lifted except for one, but there's one, the one that isn't lifted, the Nexus
1: one, is going to be lifted here soon. But that wasn't necessarily a COVID restriction. No, that, that was, was just something else. else. It was a backlog in, in Nexus... So if you were trying to sign up for a Nexus card um, to get the fast travel, fast passes and everything, you, you, there was backlashes. They were fighting about how they did the interviews for people and U.S. agents having guns on Canadian soil, yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. they said in five weeks' time, um, that will change. So. so
2: if you have applied for a Nexus card, that, mm-hmm. it's worth mentioning that it might actually get rolling, that's a that's a perk man, yeah I, I don't travel much like at all, but if I did, I would want that nexus card mm-hmm.
1: I know you' always jealous of people when you see you go to the airport and they they go to the front of the line with their Nexus card
2: until I read this article. I had no idea that there was that they had stopped all the Nexus applications, mm-hmm. right yeah, Nexus isn't just for the u s though right uh, I don't know. Somebody will text that. 788. (laughs) We're morons. I thought Nexus was
1: for other... You could apply for other destinations as well. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Can a Nexus card be... You can use your Nexus card at participating international airports between Canada and the U.S. It's just between Canada and the U.S.? Yeah. Is what I'm seeing. Okay. All right. Yeah.
2: Okay. There is
1: no Nexus for Europe. There's not yet. Anyway... (laughs) We'll work on it. There you go.
0: The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson.
1: You know, I've seen a lot of diets on my time on this earth. Some of them sound like, you know, they make sense. Some of them, you look at them and you're like, how does that work? You know, okay, top diets. Obviously, there's going keto, very popular right now. There's the cabbage soup diet. There's the eating nothing but potatoes diet, carnivore diet, vegan diet, juice diets, giving yourself a tapeworm diet, the 1920s cigarette to suppress your appetite diet, paleo, taking diabetes medication to lose weight, dipping cotton balls in orange juice and then eating the cotton balls. Out of all of those, this might be the diet for me. There's a guy going by Big Mac Coach, and he's proving to people that you can lose weight by eating nothing but McDonald's. Nice. For 100 days, he is eating nothing but McDonald's to prove that you can lose weight with it. And it's whatever he wants from the menu. Like, he's not the guy going, I'm only eating McDonald's, but then he eats Filet-O-Fishes and salads. No, no, he's getting Big Macs, (laughs) Quarter Pounders, Chicken Nuggets, all the good stuff. The only catch is uh, that he cuts all of his meals in half, and he only eats half of it, and then he only drinks water. He doesn't get a pop with it, which is fine because then you can just eat half of it in the car and half of it when you get home, right? (laughs) I think that's how it works. I think this is the diet for me. 100 days of McDonald's. I'm in. The Grant Report is brought to you by this week's featured merchandise item, our shirt. I go to the same Bottle Depot as the Locker Room. Find the link to shop on all our social media. You're in the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM.
2: One problem with the McDonald's for 100 days diet. Yes, yes. Because part of that, from my understanding from the Grant report,
1: was he can only eat half his meal. So he gets like a Big Mac, cuts it in half, eats half of it, throws the rest away. That would be impossible for me. I know. What he's trying to show is like it doesn't matter what you're eating. It's just about how much but portion control is. It's
2: not... I'm telling you right now, McDonald's—it's that is an impossibility. Like <laughs> you would have to have willpower. Of only eat half of gongi. your French fries. Yeah, only eat no half of that way. Big Mac. Something to do with the colors in there. Not only could, would I not be able to stop. I, like if I, you could put me in a McDonald's mm-hmm. and then put me in one of those booths and put food for seventeen people in front of me. Yeah. I'm not leaving until it's gone. <laughs> I can't stop Same, eating uh, it. You
3: finished my fries before if I can't eat them all. Oh,
2: I uh, I can crush McDonald's. I don't know what it yeah, is. Like no other. I always thought it was the colors, like <laughs> something to do with how they designed
0: the place it or something. Be. Another moment with Dr. Locke.
2: So I will be brutally honest with you right out of the gates. This, okay? This is a Dr. Locke about an article that I read about shitting. Okay? <laughs> and I have judged people that don't take a dump every day. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said out loud, I, you've probably heard me on this show, going, yeah. that's not right. If you don't poo every day, there's something wrong with you. Um, you guys have commented multiple times on me pooing multiple times a day, and that you guys think that there's something wrong with that.
1: Well, it's... Jimmy, specifically. It's the amount that you poo, how fast it happens, and that it floats. It's not supposed to float. What? <laughs> Where
2: did you get that? What? It's, that it's not supposed to Google float. it.
1: It's not.
2: It's supposed to sink. Well, not all mine float. Floating, Some of them.
1: Floating stools are an indication of a high fat content. Oh, I totally have a high fat diet. <laughs> so
2: um, if you do not poo every day, um, you shouldn't be panicking about that. Okay. And if you poo, poo multiple times a day. I mean, if you're crapping your pants like every 30 minutes, yeah. that's an issue. But, I mean, if you poo two, three times a day, like I do, sometimes... You poo two, three times a show sometimes. See,
3: that's... No, I don't.
2: <laughs> I do not poo twice in, in a show. It's one. I do a couple of times a day.
1: <laughs> but it feels don't be worried like, about that. It does feel like you go, like, multiple well, times. It's because because I it, usually give you guys a, a full report. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
2: but what, that's why. But what happened in there? <laughs> anyway, if you're a if you're a multi-day pooer mm-hmm. or you only poo, it it just depends. It just a lot of people are just they're just wired differently. Yeah, right. I'd hate to be walking around with a poo all day though. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> just holding it don't in. Don't you? Don't you feel it if you don't go? I know. I don't know like if i'm holding one in no you might get a window where you feel it but then it just goes away <laughs>
3: now here's some shit that didn't make the show good morning crews good morning fellas ron Ron. oh uh yeah,
2: i agree with you, Lockie. if you ain't taking a dump every day yeah i think there's something wrong but that was the day, the article i read was that you know what? it depends it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing some people don't shit every shit day some people only shit three, four times a week, which I was surprised oh. by. God, that's, that's too much cheese, I'm thinking.
5: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can set your watch by my movements at 7 o'clock every morning, man, without fail. Without fail. And that's the only time I dump during the day. That's it, man. Just that's the it. one
2: big one. Just the, yeah. But, uh, well, I might do two in a day with the benzene. Like, maybe I had something untoward to eat the night before, but yeah, <laughs> normally, 7 o'clock, man. You know, big, I always do thought that was healthy, <laughs> legit. Always thought that was the way you were supposed to be. But according, I think we're all wired differently, I suppose. Eh? Yep. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you are not. Anyway, at, at, at floating, I don't get that. I've never heard of that. that you Grant's like, making that
1: up. No, that's real. Google it.
2: Oh. My shit has always floated. Yeah, I've it's... never had a sink. I don't think I've ever seen a sinker. Mine's look it. Should
1: your poop float or sink? Healthy poop should sink in the toilet. Floating stool is an indication of high fat content, which can be a sign of malabsorption. Then I,
2: then my doctor tells me. I,
1: well, hold on. We, hold we lost mass, him.
2: What? My cholesterol's is good. Yeah. My shit floats. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Don't listen to Grant. That's Google, Google it. It's not that me. He's up his
1: ass on the floating <laughs> shit thing. Yeah. Yeah. Medicalnewstoday.com. <laughs>
0: Take care, fellas. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Mountain Lion attacks man
2: relaxing in a Colorado hot tub with his wife. (laughs) That'd be terrible.
1: Not even your hot tub is sacred. He's trying to sit back, enjoy a soak, and then mountain lion. Attack! You, you don't mess around with mountain lions. That's one thing I know
2: about living in the uh, in the in the bushes. If you ever saw one, it's um, get out of there as mm-hmm. fast as you possibly can. Um, so here's a good Wednesday. Would you rather? Would you rather get attacked by a mountain lion, a bear, or we'll throw something exotic into the mix—a kangaroo? Uh, kangaroo. Kangaroo? For sure.
1: Dude, kangaroos will mess you up. I'd like to fight one. I've <laughs> I've been saying this since that video came out um, where the dude boxes with the. Do you remember that one? Yeah. It was attacking his dog and he got yeah. in there and punched <laughs> a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to try my hand with a kangaroo. I'm with Grant. You're going kangaroo? Oh, a kangaroo would put you in his pouch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just keep punching. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be bouncing around with you. I think I'd have a better,
2: I'd stand a better chance with a mountain lion. Bear's gonna destroy. Bear's too it. big. It's just bear's gonna, too yeah. big. You're Maybe done. Maybe you can
1: get on the mountain lion's back and choke him out or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. There's a possibility. Probably your only hope. Yeah. Really. I have heard though the is like
2: that's not a good situation either. No, it's not. Like if you're in the yeah. if you're in the wilderness in Australia and a kangaroo comes along and is angry at you, you're done. Yeah.
3: yeah, but the thing is, though, it's the worst case scenario with a kangaroo. It knocks you out, you know, you get a couple of concussions, but with like a, a mountain lion or a bear, they can shred you. Yeah, that's
1: True. what happened to this no, dude
3: too. in Colorado. Yeah, like,
1: this he, dude... He got ripped up. Uh, had top of his head, his right ear. Um, yeah. So... Can you imagine if you're,
2: you're sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. You just had a half a J with the wife, okay? <laughs> Maybe a couple of drinks... The sun, you know, the sun went down. Yeah, it's dark.
1: Dark. You get the stars. No, they, thank they, you. He said it grabbed him by the head and started pulling him out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: going to be a little terrifying. <laughs> Time now for beginner barbecue tips with Mel from Dark Side of the Grill.
1: We got you back, Mel. How you doing today, brother? I'm fantastic, my man. It's yeah.
5: like a beautiful
1: day in Texas where you are right now.
5: It's you know it's a funny thing right down here everyone's wearing three flannels and boots and shivering and I'm like this is a mild summer day. You guys are crazy. So,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, different world. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, you're coming yeah. back to Edmonton, um, and uh, we've got you in on Friday. You're doing a little barbecue for the locker room. We cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Mel is with Dark Side of the Grill. Check him out. The webpage. You can also go to his Instagram. He does quite a bit of content for that. And and the YouTube page which is which is cool you do a lot of and the thing that i find interesting about your work specifically mel is that not only are you just showing off what it is that you've cooked you're you're also going through the process of cooking and yep. you're trying to help people if if they might be interested in it this is one thing i wish i had the patience and i wish it was good for mm-hmm. barbecue
1: <laughs> when lock barbecues it's there's usually High a fire. heat. Uh, oh, All yeah. me too. I'm, as soon as I get going, everything's high heat. Everything's. <laughs> um, I I blacken everything.
5: <laughs> well, this this next tip is going to help everybody, and Perfect. I think it's going to help you the most. You're okay. going to love this. All so, right. So our barbecue tip for today is resting your meat. Okay. Once you once said. you cook a steak, say you're cooking a steak, uh, a ribeye. It's an inch and a quarter thick, right? And it's ready to go. You're ready to dig into it. You throw it on the cutting board. You're going to slice right into that. Don't you dare. Let it sit there for about five minutes. Okay. Maybe even ten minutes. Don't even tent it. Don't tent it. Just let it sit there. What Open because What happens air. when it's cooking, all the juices are trying to leave that piece of meat from the pressure and the heat of cooking. Okay. And when you let it sit, it brings the juices back into the center and it calms down. So before it was almost mm. volatile. And now it calms right down you cut it and those juices are super super tender and it it changes your piece of meat completely from being overcooked to actually perfect
2: and that's everything right like
5: that's a steak pork whatever you're barbecuing you got to let it sit all of it It, it, yeah exactly so you're cooking burgers handmade patties right and they're nice and thick that, that's the exact same thing. Instead of throwing it right on a bun, don't. Have a plate. Set them on the plate for a minute or two before you put it on the bun, and that burger is going to be twice as juicy as it was two minutes earlier.
1: My dog Kingston is gonna love you I for this. I was about to say Locke and I have big dogs, so we should add a stipulation in there. Put it up high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a great what, idea, Dad. <laughs> just leave that steak on the on the counter there. And you walk away. And he could reach like
5: the uh, yeah. top of your fridge oh, yeah. almost. He's
3: a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: This yeah. message was brought to you by dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mel, listen,
2: we're really looking forward to meeting you in person on uh Friday. Mel from Dark Side of the Grill, there is your uh barbecue today. We'll chat again tomorrow, okay? And safe travels on your way back
1: home from Texas.
5: Deadly, guys. Thank you very much.
1: I don't know about this, Grant.
5: <laughs>
1: I mean, we talked recently about the the hot dog crust pizza and the... That made sense to me. That, that is, you know, stuffed crusts but Little Caesars announced the corn cob crust. <laughs> so... Is that really... Pizza surrounded by full-sized corn cobs covered in butter. That's really the pizza. I apparently. I mean, I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. I don't. I can't see uh, that. Jimmy, you're the have, uh, corn
2: fest. You're the corn expert. Would you do? I that? I can't know. Yeah, it just. It's too much. The beautiful thing about pizza is that it's convenient. There's not a lot yeah. of work, right? That's too much work. I like corn, but corn's you got to put an effort in, right? Mm-hmm. Like a cob of corn you takes. Pick it up and- no, takes no. time, yeah. You gotta yeah. microwave it. You but, gotta, yeah.
3: like, like I. You <laughs> missed it. No, I got it. That's why I was half stopped halfway through my sentence. If this you microwave stupid. it properly, it's good.
2: It's you don't microwave corn. Corn, corn You on the corn tried cob is, it. No, when I, I microwave it, no, I did not. No,
1: I did they refuse. Also, they say they also give you like a two liter bottle of of liquid butter to go with your corn on the cob uh, that, pizza. That seems healthy. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> the, I don't get the crust, but I'm okay with with uh, corn that has been shaved off the cob yes! on the pizza. But the, they,
1: this is a full cob sitting there at and the end of your pizza. Everyone's like, you guys are two weeks early. Like April Fool's Day is not yet. Did somebody hit post too is soon not on a, this?
2: This is not a joke, though. They're serious. Ab- I think they're serious about this. Apparently.
1: It just it's,
3: I, it's a dumb idea. I bet you the corn that's on top of the pizza, like the kernels that are on top are the ones that they shaved off the bottom that are sitting on the uh in the place of I the crust. I didn't think of that, but that's actually a very good observation, Jimmy. Yeah.
2: Like a corn this pizza with cheese, yeah. some bacon or something like that. Yeah, like I'm in. I'm in. But I, I think it's co- going to be
1: it's going to be a hit this summer at Cornfest. This, this is I uh, don't yeah. think that's I don't see that. All uh, these fairs, they make their money selling you, like, squid pizza and, the you know, is, ostrich burgers. They're going to have corn on the cob pizza at Tabor. The thing
3: is, no, they're not, because you don't mess with corn on the cob in Tabor. You Corn on the they, cob you, you is put it the, in the way microwave. it is. No, the corn, of you have it on the cob. You don't. You know, mess with it and wrap it in this bacon. This is on the cob. Or... It's not in bacon. It's just no, on but it's, the pizza. You don't add it to a pizza. You have corn on the cob the way it is. You don't make it a part of a pizza. You don't make it into a cake. You don't do nothing. <laughs> you just That's why it's cook the third a cob best... of corn and eat it with some butter.
2: That's Next. why it's the
1: third best corn in southern Alberta.
3: Next question.
2: Little Caesars. Is there a Little Caesars in Tabor?
3: We had to think about that. Yeah. I don't think so, no. There might be now, now that you moved there, away. There was a Panago. Uh, no, I was, one, no, I was there in...
2: Lethbridge, but not in Tabor. Yeah. I mean, in Tabor in 1994, when you left, there was 1,500 people there. I mean, it's now... I mean, they've gotten to
3: 1,557. <laughs> I left in it's, 99, not it's 94. Been it's I graduated a, in 94. I'm not like you. They got graduate an and run. We have a KFC, we have a Panago, we have a McDonald's, we have a Tim Hortons. Walmart. We have a a Walmart. Thriving Metropolis.
2: (laughs) Must be Wednesday. We got bag milk on. Big game tonight. We got... it's a late start as well. Eight thirty. Yeah, it's annoying. I hate the Super 830s. annoying Yeah, I hate the eight
1: thirty
4: why did they do that? It's Wednesday night hockey on TNT, so they want the others in the late slot.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. It's all about that TV
2: damn Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> um so how'd the party go on the weekend? Bag milk.
4: It was a it was a blast. We had um I couldn't tell you how many people were in there. There was we packed the place like Doors opened at the pine at noon. I rolled in at like 20 after 12, and it was already 80% capacity or something like that. So we just, it was an absolute blast. We slammed the place. Everybody was in a great mood. Uh, Team came up with a win. All in all, great cup showed up somehow. Oh, yeah. All all in all, it was a great day.
3: Yeah. So the funny thing about it is I, I was there at the, at the party, and man, like as you said, the energy was awesome. Like anytime anything big happened for the Oilers, the whole bar exploded. There's nothing like being there with Oiler Nation and, and your fans. It was nuts, the amount of energy in that building.
4: Yeah, it was great and I was pumped Jimmy came down. It was uh I know you said you were feeling so fresh on Saturday. So
3: I, I was still you wearing some it. of
1: the clothes from St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> Lost his costume, tried to tried to pick up the pieces to his Peter the Leprechaun costume. But he couldn't find his pants. They were in the fridge. He, for some reason,
2: his Peter the Leprechaun pants ended up in the fridge, so uh, he was he was pantless for the for the pint and the Oilers Nation party. That San Jose game. I mean, now uh, since we're talking about it, that has to be the craziest
4: game that the Oilers have had this year. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like that. There was four goals called off the board, three for the Oilers. It it was just, I don't know, it was weird. Everything about it was weird. Shots were going in the net that weren't supposed to. Everything was offside, apparently. Everything was goalie interference. Yeah, it was an odd game. Ultimately, the Oilers got the points, which is what matters. And you'd like to see them beat San Jose a little bit more than by one goal in OT. But sometimes you got to take the money and run. And that was one where you just kind of go, well... At least they came out on the right side of it because it was a weird one. Does yeah. the
2: NHL look back at that one and 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 did the refs get in trouble
4: for that game because it was very poorly officiated on both sides? Well, if there's one thing that the NHL is great at, it's a inconsistent refereeing. So I guess in that way it is consistently inconsistent. So I'm going to guess no. There's no repercussions. Talks with the refs because I'm going to guess tonight against the Coyotes, we're also going to see weird refing things. I don't know that they're gonna miss multiple offsides and goalie interferences, but I'm gonna guess there's gonna be calls like when Ryan Nugent Hopkins got tackled in the crease by James Reimer and it didn't get called. It was like that was the weirdest. How do you miss that? I was yelling at my TV watching that one. Yeah, that was bizarre. I didn't. I didn't get it. Yeah. So yeah, the refing has been consistently weird in the NHL for a long time. I don't expect it to get better. As sad as that is, but. Yeah, that game on
1: against the Sharks
4: was not bizarre.
1: This morning, the NHL Players Association unveiled the annual player poll results, which I always enjoy because it's, it's, it's directly down. from the players. It's not people writing about the sport, voting on it. Uh, McDavid and, and Leon Dreisaitl both finishing first. So McDavid mm. got first in the, in a must-win game, which forward would ha- be the most impactful. And then Dreisaitl was named the best passer by his peers. Kind of interesting. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I always like to see that. It's always interesting to see, um, you know, where the players rank each other, where mm-hmm. they, what they think about cities and arenas and all that stuff. I had not had a chance to dig into it yet, but yeah, you're right, Grant. It's always a great time to look at these things. It's just,
1: it's a weird little survey. You know? um, Rogers, Rogers Place got second for best ice in the NHL, too. Nice! Yeah, yeah just behind go. the Bell Center.
2: One thing that... We've been very careful with, if you listen to this closely and you're a hockey fan, we're very trepidatious about, we're supportive, but we're not trying to get too overly optimistic about what's ahead of the Oilers. And I think that's because, as Oiler fans, we're used to being bitten in the ass. But I I gotta say, that game on Saturday was probably the Kraken game the Kraken game for me was one of those games where I was like at the end of it I was that game proves to me that
4: this team can make a run or uh, are, are you did you see the same thing I'm seeing bag milk Well, the nice thing about that win on Saturday over the Kraken was one, thank you to Seattle for their horrendous goaltending. Just (laughs) awful. Yeah. Uh, So thank you for that. But the bigger point was that the Oilers won a game that they probably shouldn't have. Yes. And they found a way to grind it out. And I think that's gonna be incredibly important, not just down the stretch over these last handful of games, but going into the playoffs. So I like the positivity lock. I'm gonna buy into it. I'm gonna drink that Kool-Aid. It's delicious.
2: <laughs> Back home too. My God, I'm
1: really enjoying watching I that home play, that player. play hockey.
2: That was such a good move. I'm so glad we didn't get uh dingle nuts from San Jose. Yeah.
4: Like, I, he is so like Matthias Ekholm is such a stud that we talked about him. I remember you asked me, "What about Matthias Ekholm from from Nashville?" This was I don't even like a month before the deadline. I goes, "Yeah, I'd love to have Ekholm. I just I don't see how they make it work." And they've mm-hmm. made it work. And since he's come in, he's got nine points in ten games. The guy's on fire. The beard's great. He had two huge goals last <laughs> game against San Jose. Two nice goals. What's not to like. Two oh, sweet w- the, the one that ended up tying it up late in the third period, that clapper from the, oh, yeah. the circle. Like I don't even know how he got that in. Took out the old pitching wedge on that yeah. one. I loved it. <laughs> he's just a he's just been a great addition, like you said, Locke. Super pumped to have him. And the nice part about it was, yeah, they paid a lot to get to him get him, but he's still around for three more years after this. So yeah. there's a lot to like there. Well tons th- to like with me today, We should we should wrap up with some um
2: like at least because we, we we need to be consistent with this bit, right? Like this 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 weekly hit, and and I think realistic with this weekly hit as well. And Jack Campbell, I mean, I know he got the win the other night, but he he <laughs> still does not look good. <sighs> that first goal, the first shot. I mean, come on, you have to get that. You have to get that, Jack. What are you doing? Um, I'm seeing more and more conversation about the possibility of of them finding a way to. Get
4: rid of him in the offseason. Do you think that's a a thing? I, I don't think it's a thing because yeah. one. Who's going to trade for the contract playing at this level? Nobody to the buyout is over eight years Do the really do. others really want to have eight years of dead space because of one year of Jack Campbell. So my guess is they try and let him rebound next year. This year's a write off. There's no point in even talking about this year. But what I think they do is that they go try and get a more experienced backup, a guy who's been in the show a little bit for next year. And if he goes down to Bakersfield, that's fine. But if Jack Campbell, Struggles as he has this year, that I could absolutely see the Oilers doing what the LA Kings did with Cal Peterson and sending him down to the AHL, bringing up their more experienced backup.
2: Wow. Unbelievable. There he is. Bag milk, Oilers Nation. Thank you for your time, as always, my friend. Thanks, boys.
0: You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.